Hey, I'm Dane Young. That's Brent Rollins. We're from UGASports.com with a special podcast for our UGA Sports audience. Uh, Brent, you uh, you helped make this happen, so uh, I'll let you intro our guest. Hey, J- Dane, I don't know if you knew this, but this guy right here, his name is Jake Fromm, and he played in the Little League World Series. Ooh. So many people say that. <laughs> like, hey, did you know that? Because they always bring that up, but no. We got three-year starter, Georgia SEC champion quarterback, and current sort of NFL free agent QB. So that's kind of where we'll start, Jake. So first, thanks for coming on. We greatly appreciate you with the time. But where are you at currently? What's going on in terms of conversations with teams, agents, all that sort of stuff? Hey, guys, what's up? Uh, thank you all for having me. Um, yeah, uh, so kind of, kind of right now, kind of in between. Uh, it's that, that summer and before camp, I get a call uh, to go for camp. Great. Um, if not, me and my wife have just recently bought a house here in Oconee County. Um, and you know, a little fixer upper style, a little Chip and Joanna Gaines style, and uh, trying trying to get this thing right, trying to trying to make it look pretty, and um, we're having having fun with it. Been a, a lot of early mornings and, and late nights working, but uh, it's all coming together. We can see the finish line with the house, and and we're excited. And um, yeah, living here, taking some online classes, trying to finish the degree. So life is bliss. Just trying to enjoy it. Who picked so what, what about the comeback? Oh, there you, go. you or her? What's that? Who picked Athens as the location to come back to? Because you can live in a lot of places. Was it you or her? Yeah, no doubt. So this is a place that we had met. Um, that you know, obviously, I mean, if you when when you go to Georgia, uh, you just you fall in love with Athens. And so, um, I mean, we we both loved it. It was a place for both of us to be able to kind of grow and and do the things that you know we wanted to do. If I was in the NFL, I could train to the you know a five hundred million dollar facility um, that is just off the charts and state of the art. And, you know, if I wasn't necessarily a moment playing ball, I could finish my degree. Um, great place to live here in Oconee County. And, uh, yeah, so far it's been great. So how's that going with the QBs part? Like in terms of a workout, do you have a defined workout schedule? Hey, I'm hitting this every day, getting ready. Or is it just every now and then sharpening the skills, that kind of thing? No, I mean, there's always a, a, a plan, especially, you know, during the the off season, you you, you got to have a plan. You got to have a routine, and um, that's what you get ingrained in. Especially at at UGA, uh, in the way Coach Smart runs things, you know, things are have to be done in a in a certain way at a, at a certain time, and so uh, it definitely gets kind of ingrained in in me, um, and, and I'm sure all the other guys. He he's coached and been a part of as well. So um, there's always a rhyme and reason for for what we're doing and when we're doing it. So uh, a lot a lot of throwing and a lot of working out, a lot of lifting. So the QB, I saw the you working now with the QB country guys. How's that? How's that relationship? How's that work going? Is it something that they've changed anything or altered or just fine tuning every little detail? Man, QB country is fantastic. So David Morris, more specifically, he, you know, he, he's the guy there at QB country uh, in Mobile, and he's the guy who I went to growing up. You know, always. So I, I think I started with him and. Um, that transition between like eighth and ninth grade. And, and so he, me and him got to really come up together and um, me and him have an awesome relationship. And he, he's helped me, you know, every step in the way. Obviously, you know, when we go to him, we're focusing a lot more on mechanics and fundamentals and, and certain different kind of tweaks and um, how we're setting up, how we're throwing and, and, and motion and those kind of things. But uh, just overall of, of learning the game of football yeah, and also those, you know, behind the door, Close conversations is just growing up, you know, what it means to, to be a young man in this world and uh, being a Jesus follower as well. Uh, he is he's the bomb. So you finished up the season with the Giants, like got to got to start. Yep. How, that, talk about that experience. 
Yeah, I mean, crazy experience. It was one uh, that was not expected at all. Um, uh, so I was, um, for, for more information at the beginning, I, I was with the Buffalo Bills, and mm-hmm. um, I uh, had my rookie year. This is in my second year. You know, we're about three-quarters of the way through the year, and I had just recently tested positive for COVID. So I had, was I was out for 10 days. And so I was, you know, secretly hunting every day, you know, and, you know, trying to try to try to film shooting a big deer, my 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 10 day vacation. Uh, and then in the, the mid afternoons, me and my wife would go out uh, to the field and I would throw with her. And so she'd run routes for me. So, you know, we were still getting our work in and and do everything we need to to be ready. All of a sudden I come back, you know, for like a couple of days and then um, I get told that, hey, I got picked up by the Giants. Hey, it's, it's, it's my role. So I, I go over there, spend six weeks over there, and um, just a, a crazy whirlwind experience, learning an entirely new playbook, a whole different set of uh, teammates and coaches. And uh, man, it was it was crazy, you know. But I got to, to live a uh, a lifelong dream of mine of you know playing, starting you know some NFL football games. And <laughs> I mean, it was it was a, a crazy action-packed six weeks, and I've never been more tired you know, after a six week period of my entire life, but it was, it was an awesome experience. Your wife, can she run routes? Well, how are her hands? Oh yeah. No. Oh yeah. I mean, she, you know, she's great. You know, so she's like, you know, perfect size. She's five foot 10. She's pretty fast. She's got good hands. Um, you know, and you know, the, the thing, you know, that you just, you, you can't, you know, train in drills or anything. She's got great want to, you know what I mean? She's got great effort, great heart. And so she's out there running her little heart out uh for me which is which is awesome and as long as, long oh. as she has a pair of gloves to wear she she's okay. great yeah she just needs she need a pair of gloves what was the experience like in the covid year with the bills because you were like the emergency quarterback they kept away when no one knew what was going on right yeah um yeah that was you know hey w- welcome welcome to the nfl let's uh you know first let's not have any any otas you get drafted let's not have any otas you basically you know, spending the entire off-season program, you know, at your parents' house. Um, and, you know, you're throwing with all your high school buddies and some of your college guys who live in the area. So that, you know, that's that's great. And then you, you show up for camp, and because there's no OTAs, you know, a lot of the rookies, you know, like me, who, you know, obviously, unless, you know, if you were a top three pick, you know, then, or top three round, then you are, you know, you're not really getting any reps because they got to get the, the ones and the twos ready you know, for the season. And so, you know, you, you don't get any reps, you don't know where you stand. And, um, you know, thankfully they, they kept me on and um, it got this unique uh, role as, uh, you know, quarantine quarterback. And, you know, <laughs> there was never, you know, there's not like a explicit, you know, hey, do this, don't do this. It's just, hey, we, we need you here. Stay away from everybody. Don't catch COVID and everything will be great. So that was a unique experience all in itself. I know that you're awaiting if NFL teams call for the upcoming season. Do you hear from other leagues as well? Because they're the other startup leagues that are obviously looking for talent and your name would go a long way for them. Yeah, I haven't, uh, you know, kind of pushed the issue, I guess, with my agent to, to reach out to these other leagues. Um, I mean, at the moment, you know, I'm, I'm, I mean, you know, we'll, we'll see. But at the moment, I'm pretty fine, whether it's, you know, the NFL or, or out and, you know, pursue some other things. So then what's, so what's next? If, if, if you don't get the call, if you know, obviously you're always going to be ready, you're always going to be ready for, mm-hmm. 
to go hop on a plane and be at a, be at a team no matter what. But if that doesn't happen this season or even as the season goes along, what what's next for you? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, that's, you know, still kind of unclear, you know, uh, after you know, some conversations with, you know, a few people, um, we'll kind of see, you know, maybe kind of maybe TV, little media. Um, and I, I love real estate. I love land. Uh, I love anything to do with it, you know, do with that. Um, after this whole house, you know, reno deal, I mean, I've, I've actually really come to enjoy, uh, you know, doing, doing this. So, um, I, I have no idea. I, I know, um, I, I know, I, I got some things that I love to do and, uh, just got to figure out how to make it work. Well, I mean, you can combine both like TV media yeah. with, with the house, stuff, you know, HGTV Athens. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Right. Um, that, that, yeah, that, that would definitely be pretty cool, you know, and then I can have my own, you know, hunting and fishing show on the side, you know, that they'll just, you know, slip in for me, you know, let, let me have that. So gotta, gotta always find a way to get in the woods somehow. Well, when the Instagram post came that, that you had bought a house in Athens, you know, the dog vent saw that and immediately said, is he working with Kirby? Is he back with the team? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, coaching, coaching is definitely a thing that, that I've thought about, you know, I mean, uh, and this is actually something, you know, my, my dad really thinks I should do, um, you know, it's just, you know, it's like, Hey, you know, you, you, you work your entire life playing a sport and, and playing a position. And then, you know, as you know, you, you get to a pretty, pretty high level, you know, in, in, you know, in the sport of it. And so you got a, a pretty good idea of, of how, you know, how it's done and, and what, how you do it right, how you do it wrong. So, you know. In, in a sense, it's, it's you know, if I go try to do something else, it's, it's in a sense throwing away a lot of um, just the investment that I've put in myself. A lot of reps. Sport. So um, I, I'm definitely and, – and I love football too now. Don't get me wrong. I absolutely love sports. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to find a way to, to stay around it, whether it's something, that, you know, in coaching, um, you know, uh, as a, you know, a team, team sport now, you know, or, you know, private coaching or you know, TV media wise, I'm going to have to stay involved just because uh, I love the sport so much. So speaking of, Oh, go ahead, Dan. I was just, I, I guess you don't have to get too far away from it immediately. Cause you still have a sec brother right now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no doubt. No doubt. So, uh, man, Tyler, I, I, we're, you know, us and the family are so excited for him because every, every time, you know, I see him after you know, a couple of weeks, a couple of months, man, he just, he's just looking a little bit taller uh, a little bit stronger, a little bit bigger, a little bit leaner. Um, and then, you know, I don't know if, you know, you know what he looks like or anything, but his hair is always getting a little bit longer too. So <laughs> he, uh, he, he's, he's got the, the full on, uh, flow going on. So, oh yeah, he's, he's got it. So his, his, you know, you, you always know, you know, he's going to get a little bit bigger, uh, and his hair is going to be a little bit longer. So has he ever gotten you to say war Eagle or you gotten him to say go dogs? <laughs> no, I don't think either one of us has really pressed the issue too much. Uh, man, when, when we're together, uh, it's it's about hanging out, being brothers, and uh, we're, we're doing a lot of other things. But, uh, yeah, no, we, we, we love it. And, uh, man, some of those times, you know, obviously playing Auburn is just always a, a cool experience that, that we've always shared together. So if you get a chance to go to a game this fall at, in, you know, Auburn Stadium, you you wearing the gear, you sporting the – yeah, I mean, I, like, I, I'm gonna. <laughs> He's gonna pull the I'll, Rob Lowe and just have like an SEC hat. It's gonna be that thing. <laughs> no, no, I, uh, 
We'll, we'll we'll see we'll see if they'll they, you know they'll, they'll let me there on the on the sideline you know wearing decked out in, in Georgia gear so I'm gonna, I'm gonna do the best I can you know. So speaking of Georgia, they are the defending national champions, and you know what was your did, how much did you, did you get to follow along? Obviously, your season I think ended the day before the national championship game. How did you watch the national championship? How was that experience watching from afar? Man, so. Uh... First off, awesome experience. I mean, huge congrats to those guys, you know, and, and finally getting it done. I mean, just that's, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a big deal. You know, it really is. Um, I don't know a lot of uh, Georgia fans everywhere, you know, really, really felt it. And, uh, um, you know, but the experience on, on my side of things, you know, following the year, like, holy cow, unbelievable defense. I mean, can anybody do anything against them? I, I remember, like, the first game – that I was like, wow, I mean, these guys are for real. You know, because Arkansas had a really good, you know, football program. They were ranked, like, in the top ten. They came to Athens, and it was just like a, a blowout. Couldn't do anything. Uh, you know, Arkansas couldn't do anything offensively. And anyway, to, to, to tie this in, um, in, New, in, in New York playing with the Giants, um, and y'all playing for the national championship, and it's the day after, or, yeah, the day after, like, our season ends. And so – we have exit meetings right after we finish. And so um, I wasn't able to go to the game. I wanted to so bad. Um, but I ended up watching, I mean, just, you know, the, the nature of, you know, <laughs> you know, being in the NFL and the, the kind of the lifestyle you're living and you don't know where you're going to be. I'm, I'm in an extended stay hotel by myself and I'm watching the game like by myself. And I'm like, I mean, this is one of the greatest moments ever. And, you know, I, you know, getting up high five, you know, I'm like, man, nobody's here, you know? Um, yeah. And so, Hey, it was a, a unique experience again, you know, but, uh, it, it was an awesome experience and, uh, yeah, it's, it's something, you know, nobody can take away, uh, from those guys and, and take away from the rest of the, you know, UGA sports fans. So who are you texting during the game? Cause if you're in a room by yourself, you gotta be texting yeah. somebody. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're on the, you're on the phone, you know, all, all my old teammates, all my old buddies, so. You know, uh, a couple of roommates and, you know, buddies that we had in uh, in college, you know, we're texting back and forth um, and, you know, just you know, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. So it was it was fun. Should have called Andrew Thomas over to the hotel and just said, come watch it with me. Yeah, I know. I know. We uh, we, we kind of talked about getting whole, a whole house party kind of deal going, uh, but we, we couldn't ever kind of get any of the plans finalized. So we missed out on that one. So did so how soon after the game ends do you send the text to Stetson congratulating him specifically? I tell you, you know, Stetson might be like top three and not two or three on the, the top three list. Worst textures of all time. <laughs> I mean, this is un unbelievable. I mean <laughs> but, We uh, had that flip phone. The T nine's harder than oh the iPhone, my right? Gosh, un unbelievable. But uh yeah, no, I, 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 you know, texted him afterwards, you know, congrats, and uh, I sent one to uh, Coach Smart as well, and uh, yeah, no, I mean, just, hey, heck, heck of a night, right? So then you can't really keep a whole lot in touch with Stetson then, if, if you're saying he's a bad texter. Do you guys, do you guys talk <laughs> during the season? Do you still no, connect yeah, with him? No, 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 no. Oh, yeah, yeah, me, me and Stetson are, are, are great buddies, and uh, I, I see him all the time. I, I still go up to the facility. They'll, they'll let me around up there a little bit, and uh, go work out and whatnot. So, uh, yeah, no, I, I see him all the time. I give him a hard time about it. With Stetson specifically last year, I, I thought about you some because 
it was a tough year just dealing with some of the stuff that comes with being the quarterback at Georgia, uh, both the good and the bad. And I know that there's both. Um, but specifically for him, he ended up being the guy that led Georgia to a national championship. And I would say, just based on the dog vent, that half of the fans didn't think he should start against Michigan. Uh, what is it like to be a quarterback at Georgia with that level of pressure and, I guess, just people talking? I mean, look, at the end of the day, I mean, it's it's what we sign up for in a position. I, I mean, in, you know, me and Stetson, I think, actually had this conversation um, you know, a week or two ago, you know, but it's just, it's what, it's what we sign up for. You know, you know, we, we love it. You, you, you know, you, you can't, you know, love the good and, and not be, you know, be okay with the bad. It's, it's all kind of, kind of part of it. And, um, yeah, I mean, you, you just, you know, you know, people are going to say great things about you. You know, people are going to say, you know, some things about you, you probably don't agree with. Um, but that's just, you, you know, you have to know where your identity lies. You have to know the truth, uh, about yourself you have to believe in yourself too and um you know it, it, it comes down to the the belief in in yourself and the teammates around you hey as long as the teammates around you believe in you uh you have confidence in yourself hey let's just go out and play ball you don't have to worry about it so um at the end of the day those those guys on the field know know the truth and they they know you know who should be playing who shouldn't be playing because they're they're around it every day and you don't worry about it man you just go out and sling football and have fun when did so you first of, realize that, that Stetson had this in him? Because, like, yeah. from our perspective, 2017 Rose Bowl practice, that's when the legend of Stetson began. When did you see it kind of behind the scenes? Oh, yeah. I mean, obviously those those moments. But, I mean, even before that, you know, Stetson – man, Stetson's got uh, a factor to him where, hey, he, 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 he cares, but, you know, it's also – he gives no cares to what anybody – you know, thinks about it, you know, and that, that's what makes Stetson Stetson. And that's why Stetson was successful, you know, throughout the season, even with all that noise, because, hey, Stetson don't care. Stetson's going to go be him, and he's going to go out and ball out and throw football. So speaking of those conversations, he's actually a little bit older than you. So you're talking about, like, house renovations, and he's going to be an SEC quarterback. Like, could you imagine yourself right now being a college quarterback still? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a little bit kind of abstract to think about, but, uh, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's crazy to think about, but man, I, I, I like, I like where I'm at sitting on the, the other side of things. <laughs> well, you said I you're would... taking classes right now, right? So, so yeah, you're kind of the way there. Look, yeah. Yeah. yeah no, nah, Hey, 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 we, we, you know, we, we said earlier that I kind of regretted it a little bit, you know? Uh, but no, it's, it, the, the classes are going great. You know, you just didn't realize uh you know a little little time effort and uh you know that that was actually put into those things so um especially with all this other mess in the house going on here's a funny story from you for for the national championship so you may have saw the pictures of stetson bennett drinking the bottle of pappy van winkle at like 3 a.m after the the national championship and I don't know if you're a bourbon guy, and you may know him too, but uh, I had someone reach out to me and say, I need to find the person that gave Stetson that bottle. And his name's Patrick Jones. He's from Blackshear, same place where Stetson's from. I, got, I talked to Patrick, and I said, so was your plan the whole time that when Georgia won a national championship that you'd have this multi-thousand dollar bottle of bourbon and be able to share it with whoever made that possible? He said, yes. And so then I said, so you're telling me that in 2017 you had that bottle with you in Atlanta? He said, Yes. And so then he said, if if that changes and Georgia wins in 17, that he was going to find you somewhere in the middle of the night and you were going to get to share some pappy with him. 
uh, somewhere. If you're a drinker, I have no idea what, what yeah. that means for you. Know, you. I, you know, at the time, I, I wasn't 21 years old. So, I, you know, I probably would have made, you know, <laughs> the correct decision. But, uh, yeah. So, oh, yeah, that, that have, yeah that was, that's, that's a pretty, pretty neat story. That's pretty cool. So all to say, you know, there's another reason that, that day probably stings a little more. Sorry about that. Yeah. <laughs> appreciate that. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for well, spelling that one in there for me. It's good. Good segue always, into always, your time always, at UGA. Always, yeah, always need that. You know, it. Uh, yeah, uh, to start my week off, it's great. Thanks. <laughs> appreciate that. Well, so let's let's think about so the, your first year and before even we talk about coming into the game against App State. Obviously, you were committed to Alabama, and then. Kirby gets hired. Talk about that process. And then, you know, how soon did he reach out to you? And then what is it that instantly, all right, I'm here, I'm with Kirby, I'm coming to Georgia. Yeah. So, um, growing up in, you know, throughout the recruiting process, you know, being from the state of Georgia, I always wanted to play for Georgia, you know, grew up Georgia fan, always watching them on Saturdays, um, throughout the recruiting process in high school, um, you know, you had offers from, Alabama, South Carolina, Ole Miss, those were kind of like the big three um, and, and, and made the decision on Alabama, to, you know, you know, with, with those three in mind. Um, and then throughout after committing throughout that process, Chris Smart actually kind of became the head contact um, for me there, you know, as part of recruiting um, and the Chris Martin's getting the job here. I never had an offer to, to go to Georgia um, before he got there. Um, he gets there. Um, yeah, I was the first quarterback he offered and. Hey, let's go. Uh, never wanted to go anywhere else, and uh, it was a dream come true for me. I believe we get to blame Brian Schottenheimer for that lack of an offer prior to Kirby, but, you know, he's playing the blame game, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's still saying that's an NFL guy. I'm not going to say anything about it because I'm trying to work. <laughs> <laughs> I see you. I see the long game, Jake. That's good. That's very good. <laughs> so you come in, and as a freshman, not – you know, you don't get to sort of ease into it. It's what the ninth offensive snap or something like that of the game. Hey, Jacob's hurt. You're in. Talk about what, what, how, how fast was the heart rate pumping? Are we just like, all right, let's go. It's no big deal. Yeah. I mean, the, the whole experience just, you know, the, the first game day, uh, I mean, you know, waking up at the Georgia center, just fans everywhere, um, going crazy. Um, and, you know, throughout, uh, you know, enrolling early throughout the you know, spring ball that I did throughout camp, you know, you're always mentally preparing, you know, like you're the guy. Um, and so that was just the, the mindset I had, you know, throughout the whole deal. And so, you know, I knew whenever I got an opportunity that, that I was going to be ready. Um, I, I didn't necessarily think it was going to become, you know, that fast and um, just kind of get thrown in the fire. And uh, I just remember freaking out for a second, couldn't find my helmet and find my helmet and throw like two warm up balls and hey, let's go. I mean, obviously that leads to Notre Dame, right? So if I ask about a bad memory, that's got to be right up there with some of the top moments you had at Georgia was going to Notre Dame. Um, yeah. I guess just kind of recap that for me. And then that Terry Godwin catch. I mean, that that's a legacy yeah. catch. Yeah. Could you believe it when you saw it? Yeah, I uh, I mean, just what a uh, just, I mean, what, what a game, what an experience. And um, going up there and, just the, the the history um of of the whole the whole deal and uh it was just really neat and um kind of you know the 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 feel on the field you, it it kind of had like a high school game feel to it a little bit you know it's 
the stadium's not you know as big you know as, as Sanford, um, and so you know I don't know, but you, it's, it's it's a really neat feel. Um, everything feels close. The stands are right on top of you. I mean, you can you know you can reach up and and high five someone in the stands. It's it, everything's kind of packed on top of each other. Um, but you know throughout the game, you know, I, I I just I mean, hey, it's just trusting my teammates, but teammates trusted in me and. Um, you know, throwing that, that ball to Terry, I was, I, you know, throwing that ball to Terry, the, the story kind of behind that is, is during the summer, we used to always stay and, and throw some, some fade balls, kind of one-on-ones, uh, in the end zone after, you know, probably two or three times a week after our summer workouts. And, um, you know, that's just, just some of the stuff you put in during the summer and it, it just, it shows up later, you know, throughout the season and, um, yeah, I mean, Terry, Terry was always the best. Me and him always had a really, really, uh, good connection with that. And Hey, there you are. And first start and, and one of the biggest games of the year, it shows up. So after that game, do you have a sense in the back and around, Hey, this, this can be special. We can be a championship level team because obviously the year before, you know, you're eight and what, five or six, mm-hmm. something like eight and five. And then, come in first year a whole new regime you know or second year of the new regime you're there true freshman like was it after that game or was it later in the season that you're like okay we're we're championship contenders yeah i i think for me you know i i let everybody else kind of kind of think about that think about the end game for me it was just hey figuring out what what i had to do tomorrow uh especially you know when i when i did become the starter and uh, for me, I just kept it just super simple and it was, Hey, wh- what do I have to do tomorrow? I mean, what, what are the, the three classes I got to go to? What's on the practice schedule? What's, what's the script look like? Uh, and what's the install look like week to week? I mean, I, I kept it simple. Didn't really think about the end game at all. Not that I didn't think it could happen. I just, Hey, for me, I just had to take it one step at a time. And all of a sudden, you know, I'm, I'm working, you're working, you're working. And all of a sudden you look up and you're like, holy cow, we're winning the SEC championship, you know, playing Auburn again. It's like, hey, we know these guys, and we're going to get after them again um, because, we, you know, we didn't we didn't like how it ended last time. So, um, yeah, that was just not crazy. I just imagine Roquan Smith uh, hitting Carrion Johnson again because that was, uh, <laughs> that was a rough game for them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no doubt. Glad, glad it ended up, ended up that way. And obviously a lot of positive vibes and, you know, go in the Rose Bowl, great experience there. Mm-hmm. And then national championship in your home state, in Atlanta. Well, I guess for me, it, we, we get to the end game. And obviously second 26 is, the, is that sort of part you hate to mention. But what were you thinking and what were you sort of feeling or where were you on the sidelines prior to that? Yeah, uh, well, yeah. But, I mean, the story, you know, just, just, from, just you know, from my perspective as a – hometown kid who grew up in Georgia. I mean, the story couldn't have been written any better. You're like, holy cow, this is about to happen. Um, and yeah, anyway, we, we get to overtime. Um, I had actually taken a sack on that third down and put us back to like a 52 yarder or something, or, you know, long 40 short 50 and Rodrigo nails it. And so I'm, I'm scared to death because I had taken a, you know, that's just not what you do when you're that, that field goal range, you just don't, you know, don't take a sack, get rid of it, you know, and, and save yardage. Rodrigo, thankfully, bails me out. Thank you, Rod. Love you. Um, and then, uh, so they, they get the ball, and then Tua does it on, on first down. And you're like, and, you know, it, he takes a 16-yard sack. And you're like, you know, no offense, but their kicker 
had missed like three field goals, yes. you know, before. And you're like, dude, this this is about to happen. So me and my roommate Charlie Warner, we're you know next to each other, we're you know kind of hanging out on the sideline, and we're like, dude, this is this is about to happen. Like, can you believe this? You know, two two just you know boys from small town Georgia, you know, about to win a national championship. This is crazy. So we're already kind of starting to talk about it a little bit. Um, and then all of a sudden you just kind of see the ball just get thrown up in the air and you're like, how did this just happen? You know? And anyway, the rest of that's, you know, know the rest of the story there, but whew, gosh, hate it, hate it, hate it. We kind of glossed over it that like, does, does the experience of the Rose Bowl beforehand and that just being a legendary Georgia game too, does that kind of. Do you, do you at least get to lean on those positive memories as well, not only dwell on what happened, you know, in Atlanta a couple weeks later? Yeah, I mean, of course. I mean, that's an incredible game, you know, uh, double overtime. Um, I mean, that, that there's always going to be replays at, the, at that game, you know, coming up. But um, obviously, you, you wanted the wanted the big one. That that I mean, that one's special. Don't get me wrong. You, you want the big one. Um, but hey, I, I, I guess it's I, true. I, 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 I it was, it was, it was a, I mean, in, in simplest form, hey, the, you know, this, this might be your, your PC answer. It was a blessing for me to, to play in both those games, especially in, in my freshman year, um, and I had the opportunity to play in those kind of those big games. And obviously, yes, I would have wanted to win a national championship. The Rose Bowl is a, a great, uh, you know, fallback, you know, deal, but I would have loved to uh, have won the big one. I mean, it's everyone says the losses sting more than the the wins are to be celebrated, and that's always true. Everyone that I've ever talked to that plays football says that's the case. You think about the losses more than the wins, uh, which is kind of crazy. Yeah, part of it. So then we move on to 2018, and you get to see Alabama again in the SEC championship game. And are there plays from that game where you think back to, hey, I wish I had that one back, that play back or that moment back in that game specifically? Yeah, I, uh, gosh, I man, I just remember just rolling. I mean, I thought our plan in that game was awesome offensively for, you know, the first three quarters and, and throwing it and, and spitting it out. I mean, I, I mean, gosh, I just felt like we were hitting on all cylinders, you know, and just kind of get the fourth quarter and kind of cool off a little bit, you know, and, um, yeah, tough to kind of get those, those engines kind of fired back up again. But, um, yeah, I, man, I just, you know, it's just a, another another tough one where it just you, you just kind of you, when you when you give you know a team like like Alabama just you know an inch you know to kind of come back in it they'll they'll take a mile and and hey there they are coming right back. Earlier in that season, you had the loss to LSU, and then you go to go to Florida, and then the, obviously through that throughout that time frame you had you know, you. Dealt with it the previous year, but you you were the guy in seventeen, and then and then Justin shows up in eighteen, and there's some you know somewhat of a rotation, a little bit here and there. He's getting sprinkled in, but then the loss to LSU happens. What what was said or what was done between there and then Florida, where you play every snap of the Florida game and complete sort of take ownership of of the job that game. So we after that LSU game, we went into a bye week. Um, and just me, I just, just remember just having a, a pissed off mentality and, um, man, I, I had to, you know, that, that lost stung and, you know, I had to go out and, um, just get things right, 
uh, during that bye week, and um, that was just a, a big grind week for me. And uh, just just went out, had a you know a couple of good days of practice, and um, yeah, I it just just felt good kind of going to the next weekend of the Florida week. So uh, just me, just just taking ownership of of the loss, uh, being able to make adjustments and 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 not just just talk about it, but then you know, back it up and how I was playing and practicing and um, and from there. What did you learn? What did you learn from, I guess, and I'm saying this in terms of how the dog event probably perceived it, but how you handled Eason from, and then that quickly in your career turns into from fields and whatever that means. And I know that like, it's, it's rarely as like personal as when anyone wants to make it be, you're all just competitors. Uh, But like, how do you manage that situation of like, we have one quarterback on the field at a time and I want it to be me. Yeah, I mean, that's just the just the competitor in you. You know, I, I love both those guys to death, but just the competitor in me just, um, you know, wants to be that guy, um, wants to be a guy on the field and um, just just playing. You know, I, I love to play. I want to compete. And that's just, you know, what I wanted to do. And um, just uh, – yeah, I, I I don't know how. To, was there any, any other was there anything Kirby said? Was there anything Kirby said to you prior to the Florida game? Where it's like, hey, look, you're my guy. Like, was there anything from him that that sort of extra boost of confidence, or was it just, hey, go compete and practice and best player plays and all that sort of thing? His nor- sort of normal, uh, yeah, what he not, says. Not, not, yeah, not not that I remember specifically, but I mean, that's you know, really that route is is kind of the route he he usually took um kind of during those times was hey compete y'all go play and just let the chips fall you know where they may and and, and we'll take care of the rest so uh, yeah so then 2019 happens what 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 do you remember most about 2019 because when you think about the, the start of that season Notre Dame again, mm-hmm. dominate, go dominate and play, play great up at Tennessee. And then the South Carolina game happens. What, what changed for you? What happened there for, from you personally or sort of just the vibe around the team? What, what changed and what went on that season uh, specifically? Yeah, uh, man, just, I wish my boy uh, Lawrence Cager stayed, stayed healthy. Uh, man, uh, I love that guy. Uh, but uh, yeah, no, I just, uh, man, he he was kind of you know kind of my guy there, and um, man, I, just, I feel like if he stayed healthy, you know, yeah. things things would have been you know a little, a little bit easier, and and uh, could have made all the world a difference. You know, the narrative of that season is always fascinating to me because, like, obviously, some things didn't go right, and, and there were some mistakes from a lot of people along the way. But you still find yourself again in the SEC, SEC championship. championship. It was against one of the best teams ever in college football. And I would say early it was, it was a pretty competitive contest. And most people prognosticated that LSU would win by double digits. And yeah, again, they were one of the best ever, but did you have belief going into that game that, yeah, we're, we can beat these guys. Yeah, no, I mean, of course. <laughs> I mean, you have to, uh, I mean, I, I thought they were good, you know, but I, I thought it could have easily been a, a shootout game and uh, you know, who just, whoever had the, the ball last, um, you know, could, could have won, but, um, you know, uh, would have definitely loved to have George there in the first half. Probably made things you know, uh, a little bit better there. But hey, you know they, they were a good football team, and 
they they and they and they played like it that day as well. I have so this is just a quarterback question. I'm kind of making you an analyst here, and you may not have the context because you were like so deep into Georgia that you may not have seen as much from LSU. Uh, but like, how does a Joe Burrow go from 2018, where he's a really good player, to 2019, where he's one of the best players to have ever played a season of, of football? How does that happen for someone? Um, and I don't know how well you know him personally or how much y'all interacted, but like, could you kind of see that coming from him too? Yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, I know Joe and, uh, yeah, friends with Joe. And, uh, I mean, just the the come up uh, of Joe is just incredible. You know, I mean, you know, he's a a good player and got good tools, you know, in 2018, the year before. Um, But, I mean, just what he was able to do in in 2019 was incredible. And, you know, obviously what he's doing now in the NFL is, 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 you know, just at a high level as well. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's just amazing, you know, a little – uh, just a, a small system, you know, tweak and, and you know, and, and being in shotgun and getting to, to see the whole field and not having to turn you back to the defense and um, just having a few of the, the right guys in the right spots um, receiver-wise and, and, and running back-wise. And, uh, I mean, just, just what they did was, was incredible. And all those guys played really well together. Uh, and we, when you have a good team, it, 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 it really, you know, pays. So 2019 ends, and then you have that sort of – now it's, it becomes a decision-making process. What sort of ultimately led to, hey, I'm going to forego the senior year, I'm going to go to the NFL, what ultimately led to that? And, you know, still to this day, or it's like, hey, that was the best decision for me. Yeah, I mean, look, I, I, I've i never prayed about a decision more than, than that decision right there. And I, I really ultimately felt led to, to uh, declare and to leave um man my uh my counsel you know the the people that i relied heavily on you know uh, my dad my quarterback coach my family uh my my head high school coach and um obviously the the coaches there at georgia as well and uh, just kind of try to gather as much information as i could and, and thought it was a great good decision to leave and um you know i, I did and hey i i have no regrets about it i um and i, I got to live a, a lifelong dream of playing in the nfl and uh, my, I still think it's the right decision, and uh, man, I, I'm I, I'm I love it, and I'm here talking to you guys about it. Yep, I think the team would have preferred to have you back, considering I think they ended up playing four quarterbacks in that following season, uh, and one <laughs> of them, I guess Newman, never actually made it, but he he got the practice reps. Um, and so I think quickly it was one of those things that that some people were like, well, some stability there would have been what we needed. Oh well, yeah. Uh, but, you know, it worked out. The legend of Stetson is really continuing to be born in that particular season when he has to call, get the call for Dwan Mathis and comes back mm-hmm. to beat Arkansas. Um, yeah. How closely, I mean, COVID was such a weird year anyway, and you were isolated in some ways as you're, you called it the quarantine quarterback. Like, could you kind of sink into watching Georgia a lot or were you so focused on NFL that you really turned that page? Uh, kind of a little bit of both. You know, I, um, you know, it's a, it's a little bit of, of course, you know, I'm, I'm going to, um, you know, on a Saturday, you know, you're, you're playing a home game and, you know, they're, they're, you know, of course you're going to turn, turn it on and watch those guys. And, um, because, you know, you're only a year, you know, year out and you have so many of your, your friends and your teammates who are, are playing and, um, you want to see them do well. And, uh, but, you know, I was, I was pretty, pretty focused on, uh, you know, my job at hand and what I had to do. So, uh, it was, it was a little bit of both. How was life in Buffalo, by the way? 
Man, Buffalo, let me tell you. Uh, Weather-wise, <laughs> uh, I, uh, I mean, it, it, in, in the summer now, it, it is it's fantastic. It, it, it really is. Uh, people up there really love to, to play a lot of golf. But, uh, yeah, I mean, August, best weather camp I've ever had. Unbelievable. Just just wake up, felt great every day. It's always, it's always breezy there. Always got a really good, uh, strong wind there. Uh, and then you get October. I mean, when you think fall weather, that's fall weather. And then you get to November. Okay, November, all right, you get about uh, 32 degrees. It's just a, a, gla- a, a gray cloud over the sky, and you only see the sun like one day per month <laughs> until <laughs> until like April. So uh, I, I don't know how those folks up there do it. Um, uh, great, great fan base, uh, you know, but uh, yeah. There's a legend that when Marshawn Lynch got drafted, because he's a California guy, when he got drafted by the Bills in the first round, he gets off the plane, he's going to go do hold the jersey, do the press conference and everything, and he looks out and he says, what's all that? And it was the snow. He'd never seen it before. <laughs> Whew, it'll, uh, it'll, it'll pile on you pretty fast. It, uh, you know, you can go to bed one night and wake up and you're, you know, it's your knee, thigh deep, so... It'll it'll get on you fast. Um, let's wrap here with some uh, quick hitting questions. So uh, let's keep these uh, answers short, and we'll get you out of here. We do appreciate the the time that you've made for us. Um, what is the is there one throw that you made when you were at Georgia that you look back and say, yeah, that that was my best throw. That was the one that I was like, okay, that felt good. M- memorable throw, uh, you know, Terry Fade, uh, the flea flicker. Um, gosh, but my, my, uh, I made a, uh, a quick one that, that I remember off the top of my head. Uh, this is uh Georgia tech at home, uh, for a touchdown to me uh, a deep, uh, racing post, uh, the end zone. I was like a, a 40, 50 yarder. Boom. Done. Quick hit in question. Hardest yeah, but- hit that you took. Um, in college, uh, I remember taking one, uh, from, uh, Derek Brown, uh, at Auburn, but, um, <laughs> I got hit this year, this past <laughs> year. Uh, it seemed like there was a butt coming. Eagles. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. I, I can't remember exactly what this, but holy cow, I got up and, uh, <laughs> my, my center looks at me. And I'm I'm trying to talk and, and replay in the next you know play and I, I I was my my mouth was moving but no words were coming out I I couldn't <laughs> breathe and oh whoo that one that one hurt a little bit so was it like hitting the chest land on you kind of thing is is that the one yeah maybe? it was kind of just just yeah it's kind of in the chest just kind of took my took my breath out from me and whoo got me pretty good who is your funniest teammate. I mean, Richie, there's no question. Best, best Jeff Foxworthy story. He, he may have mentioned uh-huh. on our, on our pod with us that, you know, he's, he's been, been outdoors with you. So yeah, no, Je- uh, Jeff's man, crazy, Jeff. but Jeff is a member of the dog vent and follows recruiting maybe more than our recruiting guys. Oh, yeah, like, no, Jeff, oh, yeah. Jeff's intense. Oh yeah. oh yeah. No, he, he, he's an, he, he, he loves it. He, he's tore up with it. Um, and I mean, just thankful for the hospitality, you know, that he's, he's shown me and, uh, my, my brother, 
you know, I, I probably won't, shouldn't mention that. I don't get Jeff on, on bad terms here with the Bulldog Nation here. But, uh, um, but uh, anyway, no, uh, Jeff's great. I mean, I, I remember um, you know, being there uh, at, at his hunting camp and, uh, you know, it's just, just me and him uh, and just, just kind of sitting up talking, you know, just about, about his life lessons he's learned along, along the way and just some, just some wisdom that I got to put in my back pocket uh, about some things. And, uh, and he's just an incredible man and uh, loved to death and, and thankful that, that he got to show uh, me and my, my friends uh, a little bit of, a little bit of hospitality. We all get to see the games, but I know a lot of crazy plays happen in practice. Is there one that comes to your mind of like, I can't believe that I saw this player do that in practice? I tell you, off the top of my head, Terry and George made a few catches, you know, that was just like, oh my goodness. And I'm sure you guys, I'm pretty sure there's a video of the George one. Oh, yeah. Um, I think George yeah. put that out there. Yeah, yeah. yeah George, you know. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I mean, that, was, that was when he was a freshman. It was like spring ball or something, you know, and he was, you know, it was like a two-minute drill with the twos or the threes and, uh, you know, just sitting on the sideline, just honestly, it's probably 100 degrees, just, you know, ready to go fishing after practice or something, uh, you know, watch him make that catch and you're like, what just happened? Nobody believed it. You know, I think they even replayed it like on the big screen, you know, because it was like that, that big a deal, you know, like what was that? When you move back, which Athens restaurant were you most excited to go back to? Oh man. Uh, so me and my wife love Chuck's and, uh, I mean, that's just a good place. Love it. Um, but I mean, there's, there's, I mean, that honestly, that was, that was half the, you know, the, the pool to come back to Athens, you know, was, Hey, you know, you, you get to, you get to live the, the small town life you grew up with, but, but then you get, you know, big city, great restaurants, you know, too. So, um, that's, that's, what's awesome about why I love it. Uh, and the people there are great too. Well, it's, I mean, it's one of those things where you think all the past coaches now still live in and current live, obviously live in Athens. Yeah, maybe all the former QBs going to hang out in that. There's, there, there's a reason for it. I agree. Was there ever a player in practice? So Connor Shaw told me this one time. He said that uh, they had to take Jadavian Clowney off the field because they couldn't practice because he was so disruptive. So they had to get him away so the offense could actually practice. Was there anyone at Georgia on defense, maybe a Roquan or something, that like, hey, well, you're really I, stalling yeah, out you, the work you, we're doing? Yeah, so say I mean you you said it, you know, and I, you know, I don't want to steal steal your thunder, you know, with your mention there. Uh but I mean but Roquan was like that. Uh uh in a lot of ways. Um just just because he he was smart and obviously smart great player uh and just had incredible instincts. And then, you know, after watching us practice every day, you know, for you know, 25, 26 weeks, you know, then he got to pretty much figure us out too. So it was it was a combination of both, and he's he's seen it all the time. And I mean, he would just you know just go directly towards. He just he kind of knew it. So um, he he met tough on us a lot of times. When we went good on good. Brent, any last quick hitters? I'll say we we we've taken up an, enough of uh, of Mr. Fromm's time here, and just want to thank you again uh, for the time, and and we appreciate it. I'm sure. You know, folks will see you around. I, I hear, I think it was maybe mentioned on the dog vent that he's been wearing out the Publix deli recently. Oh, really? Uh, oh, so wow. somebody, <laughs> yeah. So so people people notice you around. They, uh -oh. They'll see you around, say hey. 
Uh-oh. Hey, look, this is, you know, no no ad, no NIL deal here, but, uh, man, the pub subs were fantastic. <laughs> if only, right? It, it sounds like you would go back in time and make NIL come about five years sooner so you get your <laughs> <Yes>. pub subs. <laughs> you got to, right? You got to, I mean, you, you got to, you got to you know, give back to the the people and you know the pub subs that they got you there. So, got well, is that it. something? So, one last question: Is that something that you guys that right that played right before sort of the NIO world, where you just give these hard you know, the guys that are there now a hard time? Like, dude, if I were when I was there, I just think of the, what's going, been going on with that. Yeah. Um, hey. Yeah. I, it's it's great great for those guys. Um, obviously, uh, and you know, they, they deserve it. They earn it, but, uh, I, I feel like I would have done pr- pretty, pretty well in it too. So, <laughs> but Hey, I, I'm not, I so. I'm not greedy by any means, man. I, I've, I've been blessed and, uh, thankful for this house. And so I look, I, no, no, no harm, no foul for me, but, uh, good for those guys. You know, technically Stetson is the first returning quarterback in NIL that had just won a national championship. So he's kind of a test case for like, what could this be? Uh, And I'm not trying to go into his bank account to see, but I'm just saying that like (laughs) he has that opportunity in front of him. Yep. Yeah. Maybe you should try, maybe you should try to text him and and get a response back about eight months later. So. Yeah, it may take a while, maybe after the season. Jake, thanks so much for uh, joining us. We're glad to have you back in Athens. We hope to to see you around. You're always welcome around these parts for UGASports.com. Uh, and, you know, I think a lot of people are going to like to hear that you're back and kind of hear your story and perspective. So uh, if you want to come do some analysis, let us know. Yeah, sounds good, guys. Thank you all for having me. Really enjoyed it today. Thank you.